This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show all about buying, selling, investing, and leveraging real estate. For exactly what it is the american dream and we're going to teach you exactly how to do that now uh if you want to find exclusive content from this show or any of our past shows including video and blogs from our guests and myself you can do that on facebook.com backslash despirito team make sure you go on there and like our page for all the latest events and uh and again you can check out all of our, our old podcasts from there as well so great content on there so on the line with us, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage today. And Movement Mortgage, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with the brands, the company is a fantastic trend-setting uh, mortgage origination company. And Matt is one of the top dogs here in Southern New England, and he can answer a variety of your mortgage questions. They also do cash-out refinance, purchase loans, and uh, and, and, and rehab loans, new construction loans, a bunch of everything you need as far as financing. So Matt, we appreciate you being on the show with us today. You guys have a super special program called the First Responders Program. And I wanted you to share with our listeners on how they can save some big, big money with some credits that you're offering and why this program is important and who it's for. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great program um, that we just extended through the end of July. It was through June, but we've done an, an extra 30 days on it uh, to try to take, help take it, advantage of the opportunity for, or for buyers to take advantage of the opportunity. Um, it's called the Frontline Heroes Program, and it's for firefighters, police officers, hospital workers, and so any employees in the hospital, um, from nurses to doctors to um, support staffs, support staff, CNAs, uh, uh, even like uh, down to the janitors, you know, anybody that's working in the hospital that's helping uh, battle COVID, um, they're going to get a $2,500 credit to cover uh, closing costs. And uh, that wipes out the majority of all of our closing costs and then uh, helps also uh, to cover the cost of the attorney. So, uh, we're uh, we're real excited to uh, to present this offer to them. We've been doing a lot of them, uh, helping a lot of buyers that are on the front lines battling this COVID thing, and uh, and uh, we want to make sure that I, I get it out to to everybody that's uh, that that would qualify for it, so they can uh, take advantage of it. And that goes for purchase loans, refinances, um, pretty much any type of uh, residential financing that y you would be uh, applying for. We uh, apply that credit towards so um it's been uh it's been something that uh i uh i i try to like i said try to get out to everybody uh, matt does that does that include uh police officers uh, ambulance drivers firefighters everybody yeah all, all of those categories yep okay fantastic all right great is there a place where they can get a list of who of who it is uh anybody 
anybody that's employed by those uh, those police department, the fire department, and the hospital or EMS. So if they're they receive a paycheck from any local hospitals, um, that's all. Military? That's all we would need. What's that? How about military? Uh, no military. No, um, they don't. They don't. They don't fall under those categories for us. Um, but the the they would get a VA loan, yep. and the closing costs are super reduced for a VA, a VA loan. So uh, they don't get that $2,500 credit, but they still get a really, really awesome loan. With, with yeah, 100% financing, no PMI. They get a lot of other great benefits. Okay, yeah. perfect. Matt, where the, where are you, dude? I mean, it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm taking advantage of a, of a surprise trip to Block Island. So we, uh, we hopped out on, on a plane from... Uh, Westerly, so it's nice. just I, first time I ever did that before. But you can get you can get on a small uh, double engine plane in Westerly, and it's a 12 minute ride to Block Island, and, wow. uh, and it's a little bit faster than the ferry. It's an adventure. So we yeah. did that. Uh, we did that uh, as a surprise to me and my girlfriend, and uh, and uh, we're here until tomorrow. We're gonna take the Good flight back. So I uh, I recommend anybody that's listening that's never done it before to definitely go out and try it. It's uh, it was ex nervous, exciting. Uh, you're getting in this small plane, uh, but it's uh, it, it was really awesome. So uh, how much how much is the plane ride for for that? I, I think mean, it's a hundred bucks a person. So oh, dude, that's that's worth it. And like you said, it's an adventure. Yeah, it's it's quite the experience. Uh, you get on wow. this like real small plane, and you get up, and you can see the 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 ground the you know the bird's eye view of Block Island coming into Block Island there's some amazing real estate over here I tell you that you can't oh, really see no. it because you know you have to be invited to these houses but if you fly over it you can get a bird's eye view of it <laughs> so uh, yeah we're out here now it's a gorgeous day finally some uh, some really great weather working on my golfer's tan a little bit good good stuff you know so are you gonna rent one of the uh, the mopeds and you're gonna cruise around yeah the we're gonna I think we're gonna do that this morning before we hit the beach. Just take a take a ride around the uh, around the island, and uh, before it gets too hot, you can right haggle around. with those guys. I know. Yeah. I, I haggle with them all the time, and you know what's so funny is our friend Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management, right? You saw you shared his video the other day, right? He's like, yeah, haggling is for low life. So what did he say? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What do you say? Uh, uh, low life. I think it's what he said. Not low life, but he'd say haggling. Haggling is so unprofessional. He said it's so. <laughs> It's so old school. What do you say? I have it right here, actually. I don't know if he takes away from the video. Oh, oh God, guys, like I, I, our listeners, Greg Rice is like, this guy is hilarious. Um, oh, no, he said, uh, don't be a price haggler. It's low class. Oh, it's low class. <laughs> <laughs> price haggling. And I'm like, wow, I guess I'm low class because I, uh, I, I haggle with the moped guys in Block <laughs> Island. Oh, man. Uh, they're used to it though. That's a different type of industry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But, but I, I guess like what, what Greg was saying is like, if like Matt is offering you a $2,500 credit on top of, you know, really competitive rates and whatnot, like don't put the punching bags on and beat them up and try to get more. Cause there's just <laughs> nothing else to get. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> yeah, tough. It's uh, tough. But so, hey, it's, it, it's yep. a, it's an opportunity that's only going to be around for the short term. So we want to try to get the as much, help as many frontline heroes as we can. Heck yeah, man. RIMortgageGuy.com. It's RIMortgageGuy.com. Go on there, 
feel free to fill out his online islands or Massachusetts uh, credit. Again, rimortgageguy.com. Even if you're not a frontline hero, if you're looking for some 50 states as well, Matt can go ahead and uh, help you out with that as well. Make sure that you get upfront underwriting and... Uh, you know what? Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Matt, do you have a few more minutes, brother? I'd like to quickly talk about how to place an offer in this crazy competitive market for yeah. any buyers that are listening and how upfront underwriting is a powerful, powerful resource for people to have. Yeah? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'll be here. All right. Perfect. All right. Great. Stay tuned. We are on the line with Matt Bates, Movement Mortgage, straight from Block Island. That's like the tropics here in Rhode Island. I can't wait to get out there. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, and streaming on WHJJ iHeartRadio. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show all about real estate here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and across this wonderful country we call America. We're here for you. We're here to discuss the American dream. We want to help you compile wealth and uh, kick butt and take names while we're doing it. So we are in a hardcore seller's market, lowest inventory we have seen here in Rhode Island, lowest mortgage rates since about 1971, I believe, according to Inman uh, publication. And uh, it's just an unbelievable time right now, despite all of the craziness going on in this country and the world, the housing market specifically here in Rhode Island is on fire. We've got clients listing their homes with us, selling in under two weeks at or above asking with multiple bids when they're following our guidelines and oh, not our guidelines, our guidance and, uh, and allowing us to do what we do. Some cases we've had some clients earn 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 more than they had expected to get. And then other realtors were able to earn them. You know, a lot of our listeners own a lot of real estate and I want you to use me as a resource. I want you to save my number down, save it, put it in your phone, Emilio Realtor, 401-217-2333. You don't have to be selling or buying now. You can have questions for me. I'll help you out. 401-217-2333. And of course, if you are selling or buying, we're going to take care of you. Uh, again, 401-217-2333. So on the line with us, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Him and I have been putting our boxing gloves on for our buyers. And we have been winning multiple bids. I'm talking about our buyers going up against five, six, seven, eight different other buyers and walking away spending less money but giving more aggressive and better terms than the other buyers so matt can you please explain how exactly we're doing this one of the tools in our toolbox that movement mortgage allows buyers to have so yeah we uh we we really take uh, a lot of uh a lot of importance and 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 and, and the time to get buyers prepared as prepared and educated about the loan programs and about purchasing a home as possible before uh, the, the, uh, they get under contract on a house or they make an yep. offer. 
Um, we do that through upfront underwriting. Um, we get that uh, uh, we get the underwriting out of the way for the client, where we gather all the income documents that they're going to need in order to get a full underwriting approval from our underwriting department, and uh, and then we uh, we we go over and vet out the the income, credit, and assets as part of that process. Uh, once we do that, it, it puts them in a position where they can make a, a an offer as with, with absolute confidence. And uh, I know that the listing agents that are uh, selling the houses are really uh, receptive to that because that means that they are, are going to take the market, the house off the market and go under contract with a buyer that can close. Yep. And uh, yep. the ability to close is what um, will, 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 you know, the, the, is a risky part of uh, accepting one person's offer over the other. That's why cash deals usually beat out because they're cash and they don't they're not contingent on financing so because we're in the you know if you're a buyer that's going to be doing financing we want to get you as close to that cash buyer position as possible and it really makes your offer shine brighter than the next um and also if there is something that's preventing you from closing there's that's the opportunity to be able to uh um outline that before we get to uh we get to uh the meat and bones of the uh of the contract so we do that also um you know putting in a, a, a an offer with a strong deposit is helpful um and uh you can start to after that start to look at the contingencies that are also in the contract maybe home inspection uh you just do an informational only home inspection uh maybe you get you bypass your mortgage contingency date the more contingencies contingencies you take out of the contract the riskier the deal is, so you know it depends on um, you know how how risky you want to get. But for a lot of buyers, they're finding the houses that they love, and if love is the motivating factor to close on a house, then um, you know w w there's there's ways that we can make that offer really strong. So Matt, let's let's take that back a little bit and break it down a little bit for our listeners, because you know you and I, a lot of this is industry speak, and they may say, well, I, I get some of that, but not all of that, and. And that was a lot of great intel and is exactly what we're doing. But but ultimately, um, Matt, so the first thing is, is that your clients, our clients are fully approved and upfront underwritten ahead of time, meaning they can close in as soon as 14 days in some occasions. And there's literally no or very limited risk for the seller. So it's highly enticing. But another thing I thought you brought up, which was fantastic, was because the turnaround time is so low compared to the 45 or 60 day of traditional buyers, it also makes sense for our buyers to maybe do a seven calendar day home inspection period, which again also eliminates risk for um, sellers and makes the buyer's offer look better while giving the buyer the ability to still pull out of the transaction in the event that the home inspections are not up to snuff and if repairs or concessions that uh, that appease them can't be made. So I want our listeners to know that they can get uh, they can go ahead and submit a mortgage application with Matt and Movement Mortgage at rimortgageguy.com. Make sure to check that out, or you can go ahead and call me direct. We'll go ahead and get you started on the path to home ownership. And if you have to sell before you buy, no worries. About 70% of our clients do. We're going to hold your hands through it. 401 217 
2333. Any real estate advice or questions you have, use a local resource, people that know this market, people that know all the big players here and that understand the inner workings of Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. I'm Emilio Desperado with the Desperado team. And Matt, I'd like to thank you very much for joining our show today, sir. Thank you, guys. I uh, appreciate being here. Uh, and uh, I apologize for the noise. It's a little it's a little windy out here on the block today, but uh, I hope everybody could hear me. And obviously, if anybody's got any extra questions or wants to continue the conversation, reach right out to us and uh, I'll be happy to help. Yes, sir. RIMortgageGuy.com. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Fantastic uh, loan originator here in the area. Matt, thank you so much. Enjoy your stay with Block Island. Yeah, Matt. man. I'll, I'll talk to you guys when I get back. Throw a couple back for me, buddy. Thank you. You got it. See ya. You bet. All right. Stay tuned. We've got a fantastic show ahead of us. We have somebody that is literally the perfect description of the American dream. He moved here all the way from Australia with the last bit of money in his pocket to go ahead and start his real estate business. He is a fantastic guy and, uh, and a book author, and I'm super excited to have him on. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here to unveil this special guest. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, a News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, and WHJJ iHeartRadio. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We're here with you weekly on iHeartRadio and wherever you can find podcasts, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash Desperado Team. And we're talking about the American dream. We're talking about real estate, how to leverage real estate and really maximize your wealth and your happiness. And uh, let me tell you something. We've got on a perfect guest that embodies all of that. I'm really excited he is a book author of the Amazon best-selling Investing in the U.S., The Ultimate Guide to U.S. Real Estate, and 10,000 Miles to the American Dream, Our Story of Financial Freedom. Our guest is in control of over $150 million in assets for commercial real estate, and he came here to America all the way from Australia with a dream and limited funds and made it happen. Our guest is no other than Reed Goosens. Reed, thank you so much for being here today with us. Emilio, thank you for having me, big fella. It's good to be here. Hey, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. So we've got quite the story, Reed. And before we dive into our topic today about the 6P rule, how to start raising capital for your real estate business like a pro, I've got some questions first I want to talk cool. with you about because I find what you do extremely in inspiring. And we're talking about how to leverage the American dream all the time. So first off, I mean, 10,000 miles away, brother, all the way out in, uh, you know, in, in um, the outback, what made you want to come to America? What gave you that crazy idea? Uh, two things. It was the love of my then girlfriend, now wife, Erica. She is American and also the love for New York City. So um, back in 2009, when I first backpacked through this, this beautiful country, I fell in love with New York City and um, moved back to Australia for a couple of years. And then in late, late 2011, I made the decision to screw it. I want to live in the United States. And my big thing for your listeners is that I have a, 
I hope to, oh, I'm here to inspire them, right? Try to make, take action and get off the fence. And if a guy moved 10,000 miles halfway across the world and with really not a lot, no established network and give it a crack, as I like to say, then, then the average person can as well. And, and really, mate, my, my story is I came here just to be an expat. And then I discovered the benefits of real estate and then all of a sudden started this, this real estate empire. And over the last eight, eight or nine years, it's completely changed my life. So, um, so yeah, my whole thing is uh, the fear of regret. If you, I, I never wanted to wake up when I was 70 years of age and go, geez, I wish I'd, I wish I'd moved to the United States all those years ago, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. Old man procrastination. That I got to tell you, procrastination is the absolute worst thing you can do. And you never want to be that person that's looking back like, oh yeah, I wish I would have done this now. Right. Good for you, man. You went, you went, you went all the way. And I think, you know, there's a lot, there's a, a powerful thing in what you just said. And I always look for nuggets of information when I speak with people mm -hmm. like yourself. And, and really what I get from that is you got to take action. No one 100%. else is going to take it for you, right? You got to jump in action. So, um, you know, the, the 6P rule, I want to get into that in a minute, but, but first off, you started writing books, okay, and they're bestsellers on Amazon. Which one of those two, okay, is your favorite and why? Well, the first one is 10, uh, not 10,000 miles. The first one is investing in the US, the ultimate guide to US real estate, which is my podcast, which is also called investing in the US and taking all the best episodes and jammed them into a step-by-step -step guide of how I started learning about US real estate. And it's not for international folks, it's for anyone who wants to get involved, uh, get off the fence and start investing in real estate. So that's taking audio form into written form. And so that was my first one. So that's got really more the nuts and bolts of it. And then the 10,000 miles to the American dream is actually a collaboration of me and seven other Aussies. We all made the, the pilgrimage across the ditch and we've all achieved financial freedom using US real estate. So it's a sort of collection of our stories when we've achieved financial freedom through different facets or different aspects of, of US real estate. It wasn't just all, you know, single family. It wasn't just all multifamily. It wasn't just all, you know, storage facilities. So um, that book has sort of a little bit more of a different perspective. And that's a key word, perspective in that book is that we, that is our special source. That is our superpower. Being, being from another country, we can come here and identify some of the opportunities that maybe the average American just doesn't realize is sitting right in front of them. So two different books, completely different topics, but you know, try and get your hands on both of them if you can, because they're, they're a good read. And you can get those on Amazon, obviously. Correct. Okay, perfect. So Reed, you know what, you also just said something else that's really intriguing to me. And, you know, uh, looking back, I, I recently learned that about 56% of all startup businesses and entrepreneurs in New York City are immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. And I, and I was just having this conversation earlier today with my barber, and I was saying, listen, immigrants, people from outside the United States understand the benefits of the American dream more than a lot of today's Americans, right? right. And I right. think it's amazing what you're doing, and I, and I totally support uh, that as well. But let me ask you something, Reed. When you came here to America for your first time, right, when you were looking you know, at America, when you landed here, what was your first feeling? What was that? Can you describe that first feeling? Well, it was always the Big Apple was a very inspiring place to want to live and grow and, and, and to spend a period of time. And really all it was, as I explained before, Emilio, is that I just wanted to move here and be an expat. I think the, the, the dream, the, the idea was to come here for a couple of years, get a job, live in a foreign city, you know, experience living as a local in New York City, and then yeah. you know, move back to Australia eventually. 
Um, yep. So really for me, it was just the excitement of landing and, and the hustle and bustle of New York City. And just mm -hmm. knowing that you're thinking, oh, you're crushing it, but yet, you know, look across the street and there's a 22-year-old CEO of some startup that's even doing even better than you. So it's a city <laughs> that just, you know, it, it can grind you down, but it also can elevate you to be better uh, and to want to achieve more in your life. So I think that's, that was really what inspired me to move to the Big Apple, which so I don't live there anymore. I now live in Los Angeles, close to the beach where my, where my wife is from. So, yeah. Wow, that's, that's, and how did you meet your wife? It sounds like she's an American. Yes, she's an American. We actually met on the beaches in Spain back in 2009 when I was backpacking through Europe. So we kept wow. in touch. And uh, when, when she moved to Australia for a couple of years for university, unbeknownst to me, and uh, then in 2011, when she finished her degree, we decided, hey, screw it, let's move to the United States. Oh, she was already going to move back, but I was like, I want to come with you. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Now, Reed, you're a young guy. I mean, I'm looking at you. You look like you're, you're super, like, how old are you? Are you in your early 30s, late 20s? 34, 34. 34, man. Good for you. Good for you. And you've already have a, a world of experience behind you. I'm very curious how a 34-year-old man accomplishes all that you've done uh, you wrote two books, uh, which are best-selling, and you've got 150 million plus in management, uh, uh, I would, in assets of commercial real estate and whatnot. So I want to know what is the six P rule, and okay. how do you start raising capital for your real estate business like a pro like you? How do you do it, man? So I came up with this idea a little while ago, and it's just look, and, and thank you for the accolades, but trust me. I ain't sitting here without a bunch of hard work and grind and hustle and it's and it, and it just takes a lot and, and don't we can't believe it we can't you know brush over that but the six p rule is sort of these sort of six p's that i came up with and i started actually with four p's and i extended it to six um and it's really i've identified these six elements within each person and this applies to not just real estate investing but to any business um so the first p is professionalism and a lot of people when they get started in real estate they're not just born with 15 or 20 years worth of experience, right? But they have some story, some past, some experience. Like for me, I was yeah. a structural engineer, right? I was really good at numbers. So I could bring a professionalism to real estate from my engineering background. I could bring my understanding of how I can manage projects. I can bring my, I can rock up in a beautiful, in a nice suit and just look well. I can be punctual. All these things don't take a lot, but professionalism is really, really key to start when you're trying to build a business right? That's the first P. The second P is pitch. And pitching is so important when you're coming to, to, to try and get your idea across. Um, think of, you know, the Martin Luther King, the, his pitch, the I have a dream speech. He did yep. not get on the Washington Monument by saying it one time. He said it thousands of times across the deep south before people started to listen to him. And remember, when you pitch effectively, it isn't someone thinking, huh, that was a really good pitch. If they think, ha, huh, it's a very good conversation. And a pitch yeah. should be emotive. It should in induce emotion within someone. Like the Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. He ruffled a lot of feathers in the deep south in the mid-1960s. But it was a way of, to get across a point that he really wanted to fight for. In your business, you have to learn how to pitch effectively. And I've got a little bit of a formula. It's called name, same, claim to fame, goal, and a game. And so if you follow these five steps, it's my name. My name's Reed Goosens. Yep. Uh, I'm, my, I'm the same, right? I don't want to, when you're pitching at someone, people don't want to have to figure out what the hell you are. So I'm a real estate investor. My claim to fame is that I moved halfway across the world to chase a girl. Uh, my goal <laughs> is that I want to uh, help, uh, you know, I want to achieve financial freedom and help. And my, my game is I want to help a thousand other people do it the same way as I've done it. So there's a pitch 
instantly that is intriguing. Reed Goosens, real estate investor, moved halfway across the world. I want to help a thousand people achieve financial freedom in the next 10 years. That there is a very effective pitch that someone can then say, hey, that's an interesting story. Tell me a little bit more about what you're trying to do. Or someone might say, oh, good on you, Reed. Uh, well done. We'll talk, we'll talk in a little while. You know, whatever you get a response from, you want to be able to evoke emotion. And whether it's a good emotion or a negative emotion, you're still evoking emotion. And that's the most powerful thing about a pitch. That's number two. Now, the, the third pitch, the third P is practice. Getting out and practice, 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 practice. Because back to what I was saying before about Martin Luther King, it's not the first pitch that's going to change the world. It's your thousandth, thousandth huh. pitch that you just got to keep going over and over and over again and telling everyone in their, in their dog about what you do, right? And, and, getting, and getting the emotion out of them. Do you have a question? Yeah, I do read, read. How many times have you failed your pitch? Oh, so many. So many. Right? Like in the beginning, it wasn't even that I have, you know, it was my, 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 my claim to fame is that I did move halfway across the world, but I had no experience. And so how do I get experience? It's, sort of, it's this whole conundrum that everyone sort of goes through of like, well, well, I can't pitch anyone if I don't have any experience. Like you have to sort of put those demons out of your mind and say, I can do this and I need to pitch effectively. And people love a good conversation. And when you have a good conversation, they remember, hey, that was a great conversation with Reed or Emilio. And I'm going to remember to follow up with him or, you know, whatever it might be. And they remember you because of how well you pitch them. And they don't know that you pitch them, but yeah. if you do it right, you will sink in their sort of the two inches in the, between the ears. It'll sink in and you'll buy that real estate in, in your brain. And they'll think of you next time they think of real estate investing or whatever the business might be. I so, love that. Number three, the practice. The practice is really important. Number four is the profile. Having a profile online is super important these days. We're in 2020. People will Google you. You try and raise money from real estate, you need to have an online presence. You need to have a website. It needs to be look good. It ain't going to cost you a lot of money, but you can go out and get simple stuff designed really effectively to make you have that professionalism look and feel, including your profiles online, in LinkedIn, in Facebook, in, in Instagram. Get rid of those beer-holding college photos that you have yes. on Facebook and have a professional headshot done have a professional website down where people can go and understand what you do and how you do it. So that's the profile part. The platform is what, how, what, what way are you going to use a megaphone to get your voice heard? So for mm -hmm. me, I started my business in and around podcasting. You can choose different types of platforms and podcasting is on one spectrum. My book, my books, that's another platform, right? Which yep. is, 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 a, is a way to get your message out. But you can also start very simply by just having a monthly newsletter. Maybe you start with just the people in your phone and you create an email list and they can sign up to your monthly newsletter and you can tell them what's happening in your business month in, month out. That's a very simple way of doing it. But understanding the power of having a platform and what is your voice, right? What do you like to do? You might like blogging, so start a blog. Whatever it is that you like to do, go into it. And for me, it happened to be audio, you know, doing the, the writing. I didn't really like the blogging. Um, and I have someone else do my monthly newsletter now, but you have to start by getting your content out there and mm -hmm. what platform which you're going to use to do it. And the last P is patience. This doesn't take, this doesn't happen overnight. It's like, you know, I always talk about, you know, losing weight or going to the gym or getting fit. It doesn't happen at the drop of a hat. It will take years and people give up when they set their mindset incorrectly on the front end. So if yep. I say, I'm going to achieve financial freedom in two years and I get to the end of two years and I haven't done it, Emilio, do you think I'm going to fail or do you think I'm going to give up? Of course you are. But if you think, no, this is going to take five, 10, 15 years, whatever it is, 
it, it's okay. And that the reason it's okay is because it does take time. Anything worth building will take time and it takes patience. So that's the six P's, just run through it again. Professionalism, pitch, practice, profile, platform, and patience, my friend. I absolutely love that. Listen, we've got to cut to a quick commercial break. Reed, stay with us. I want to pick your brain a little bit more for our listeners. And uh, to our listeners, we're on the line right now with Reed Goosens, and he is a beast. Let me tell you something. This is a, a double uh, best-selling book author and uh, one heck of an investor. You're going to want to hear what he has to say if you're just tuning in. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on iHeartRadio News Radio 920-1047 FM. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, your host for uh, the rest of the hour. And we're actually coming down to the end of the show, which is crazy. But let me tell you something. We've had a fantastic show today and you can check it all out at facebook.com backslash Despirito team. Make sure to like the page. You can see all the content, get links to our exclusive interviews with, uh, uh, with people like this wonderful gentleman, Reed Goosens, who is a book author, a two-time selling book, uh, best-selling book author on amazon.com, investing in the U.S., the ultimate guide to the U.S. real estate and 10,000 miles to the American dream, our story of financial freedom. Now, this gentleman here just gave us some wonderful content, and I want to quickly revisit uh, that content with you, Reed, and go through it. And I know, and I know it's the, uh, the 6P rule, how to start raising capital for your real estate business like a pro. And I wrote down some notes. Number one was professionalism. Two was pitch. Three was practice. Four was profile. Five was platform. And six was patience. Let's quickly jump into professionalism real quick. And I know you, you briefly spoke. This is probably one of the easiest ones for people to enact right away, right? Correct. That's, it's super easy. It's a thing that people, we all have it, right? Whether you're um, a plumber coming into real estate, whether you're an accountant coming into real estate, whether you're a teacher coming into real estate, you have skills and you have to understand what those skills are today. Like your journey in life, you didn't get to this point where you said, hey, I'm going to start investing in real estate and I have no experience. There is something that there's some tangible skill set that you can call on from your previous life that you can bring into real estate. Rocking, being, being punctual, dressing well, um, yep. hosting meetings, doing you know, follow-ups. All that stuff does not cost you a, a dime. It's just being on top of your stuff. And I won't swear on this show. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, okay. it, it, but it's like, it's just being on top of it. And once you're being on top of it, people can see a professionalism following up being punctual, all those easy stuff that it just, it comes, it should come natural to you if you're trying to start any business, whether it yes. might be a real estate business. And you could start that today. And that's the biggest thing. So let's see if we can give them two tips on each thing. Okay. Sure. okay. Three, go ahead, brother. All right. So your pitch. Pitch. So, so for pitch, we quickly walked through, you know, what I said in the early part of the segment was uh, the name, fame, claim to same, claim to fame, goal, and a game. But what I also want to quickly uh, dissect is the different types of pitching, which is there's a social pitch, right? So you'll pitch, this is where you use this pitch to in, in public, when you're at a social event, you'll pitch someone, you'll start using that name, game, go, name, game, claim to fame, goal, and a game. And that will help you in a social setting. Through that social setting, you want to then get a scheduled pitch. And a scheduled pitch is where someone says, hey, I like what you have to say, Reed, or I like what you have to say, Emilio. 
let's whip out the phones. I want you to come by my office and let's get you on the calendar. That's a scheduled pitch. And the final pitch is a sales pitch. And that's where someone, you might have built up, a, you might have done a couple of scheduled pitches, a couple of coffees, a couple of beers, a couple of lunches, whatever it might be to get to know one another. But then you actually might have a deal that they want to invest in. And that's what is a sales pitch. And it comes where you have an actual document, which is called a pitch deck, and you present it to them. And they can go through and ask questions. And really that sales pitch is sort of any um, objections they might have to the particular deal. And that's where you're answering that sales pitch. So again, you have a, you have a, uh, you have a social pitch, which is where you're going to do it, where you're going to do your pitching pretty much all the time, those thousand pitches. Then yep. you're going to get a scheduled pitch and then you're going to get a sales pitch. So that's, you know, that's the pitch. I want to say something real quick here, and I love this, and I can see what kind of person you are just by the order of your P's because you have pitch before practice, and I believe you do that because like me, I take action and I practice through my action, but I also, because you're not going to get results unless you're actually doing it and failing forward. I love that. And I think that's pretty much why you have that in that order, correct? Jeff, that is correct. That's 100% because you just got to go out and start doing it, right? It's not going to happen at a drop of a hat. You know, getting yeah. back to what I was doing, the Martin Luther King thing, thousand yeah. pitching. Just got to pitch, 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 pitch. And some people are just going to say, you know, walk away. That's okay. Again, evoke emotion. So yep. that's the pitching. In the practice, the practice, this is where sort of we're coming into that scheduled pitch slash sales pitch. And you need to have your pitch deck ready. And, and there's a whole other sort of segment we can spend an hour on how to get a good pitch deck, but you need to have some sort of physical um, document that you can hand to people at a scheduled pitch, right? Mm -hmm. Where you sit down for coffee and you can hand over exactly what you do. An, an overview of your company, a bio, maybe an example deal, um, maybe some facts in it around how you structure the deal with investors, how they're gonna get paid, uh, how they're gonna get their, their, their money back, uh, how they're gonna be protected. All that sort of stuff is really in an overview pitch deck that you can ha you can do when you're practicing one-on-one -on -one. and you're just going to a lot of um, you know meetup events. You're trying to get as many schedule uh, schedule pitches as possible, and you're sitting down and we're talking about the particular pitch deck. Um, and again, it takes over and over a lot of period, a lot of time. And it doesn't. You're not going to pitch 50 investors, and all of a sudden you're going to have 50 investors. You might pitch 50 investors. You might get three. Yeah, it's the three percent rule. You have to pitch a hundred people to get three people to invest. Yes. In you. So that is where the the you got to keep practicing and practicing and practicing. The profile, super easy to be do a profile. Profiles are just go out on, onto Upwork.com or even um, uh, you know uh, Craigslist and find mm -hmm. someone who can do professional headshots in your area. Mm -hmm. Go buy yourself a half decent suit, or if you're a gal, go get a blouse that you really look good in and go you know, do some makeup, whatever, and go to really good lighting, some good areas and get some professional headshots done because they're easy, easy to do. Um, also get a website. If you don't have a website, start one, get onto upwork.com. There's plenty of, of you know, freelancers out there that can help you for less than a thousand bucks, get a website up and running and you can start sharing your story. You can start directing people to that website. Like readgoosins.com. Like readgoosins.com. Mm -hmm. The platform. We spoke about this a little bit earlier, and this is where you have to look within you and say, how do I want to get my story out to the world? And not everyone's going to jump on a podcast and be, you know, charismatic and all that sort of stuff. And here, let, Amelia, I was a structural engineer. I had a black and white brain. I had no gray or creativity in that brain. I had. It just takes practice to do what we do and jam on a, on a podcast. Mm -hmm. people listening to this may think i can't do a podcast i can't do video i can't do a book don't you don't need to start there you need to start literally with just a monthly blog and a monthly newsletter and that yeah. blog goes on your website and that's the platform for the first year 
and then you might might progress into maybe you have some ebooks online or maybe you have a few audio books or do a few interviews on other people's podcasts and you slowly build your sort of calluses of how to build awesome platforms in and around the, what you're trying to say. So it's really important to determine what you what you like and what you're good at and then lean into that. And as you build more confidence, you will start you know, breaking out into other avenues like audio and video and book writing. That's the, that, that's the platform. And the last one is easy, patience. Yep. You've got to take patience, mindset. This will take years to build. And someone who's out there saying you can achieve financial freedom through building real estate in three months, they are joking. It takes years. I picked up the, rich, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad back in 2009. We're Love sitting it. here in 2020. Over a decade later, what Tony Robbins says, you can overestimate what you can achieve in a year, but you can underestimate what you can achieve in a decade. And it will mm -hmm. take a decade to build something of value and of worth that is going to set you up for the rest of your life. So patience is super, super important. That's awesome. Reed Goosens. Check them out at reedgoosens.com. Top-notch guy, let me tell you something. And book author. You can pick us books up on amazon.com. Investing in the U.S., the ultimate guide to US real estate and 10,000 miles to the American dream, our story of financial freedom. Again, readgoosens.com or on Amazon. Reed, thank you so much. I'm so glad to make your acquaintance and uh, always here if you need anything, brother. Hi, man. I've had an absolute blast on the show. You guys do a great job. Keep it up and uh, look forward to sending you the books, right? We're going get, to get you a couple of copies over to you and uh, for the team. Yes, sir. If ever you're in the Boston or Providence areas, please reach out, man. We'll do. All right. Awesome, Reed. Keep up the work. Thank you. Great work. Thank you. Top five events here in Rhode Island. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here. What is crackling in here in Rhode Island? All sorts of great things. Um, if you're looking to get a little fitness in your life, uh, Wednesday nights at 5.15, you can enjoy evening yoga at Casey Farm. Um, it's a great yoga flow class for all levels, and it's a 45-minute class. You must pre-register, and facial masks are required until you're um, in the comfort of your own mat. So it's a great way to get back into your typical workout routine. If it's canceled because of weather, um, it will be held on Zoom. So you can count on that every Wednesday night at 5.15. Yep. Movies at Narragansett Beach. Um, it's a great way to get out. Also, you can practice social, socially distancing, um, but enjoying an outdoor movie. Uh, Wednesday, July 8th is Aladdin at the North Beach Club in Narragansett, and it starts at 8 p.m. or dusk with a rain date of Thursday. And they'll also be starting music on Mondays at 6.30. So you can go Wednesday night movies at 8 and Monday night outdoor music at 6.30. If you're looking uh, to get a laugh, you can drive in and laugh out loud at Musquamacate Drive-In for the People in Cars Getting Comedy Tour. Um, it features live stand-up comedy sets by New England's best, all from the safety of your vehicle or around your vehicle. And on July 5th, we'll feature Will Newman, Drew Dunn, and Tony V. Um, right at the drive-in, gates open at 6.30 and the show starts at 9.00. Monday nights at 5 p.m., the Stateman Tavern in Bristol will be hosting a delicious evening of blues and barbecue. Um, every Monday night will feature a classic southern barbecue menu, delicious desserts and drink specials, and, of course, um, a different blues artist every week. So, that's again, that's every Monday, too. So if you can't go right away, you can, you know, plan ahead. And then last but not least, after a long pause, the Comedy Connection in East Providence is reopened. 
Um, it'll be a little different. It'll be under new guidelines, obviously, and the they'll be the um, shows will be under a big tent. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to register in advance again because they obviously have limited capacity. Um, but they have started opening as of June 26th, so you can get your tickets in advance and uh, enjoy some outdoor comedy. Fantastic. And they can check it all out at riblogger.com. Again, with all the local farmers markets, events, and everything else going on, make sure to submit your your uh, events as well for free at riblogger.com. Jennifer, thank you so much. Enjoy Block Island. I know you're out there as well. Everyone's on Block <laughs> Island you. right now. I need to get out there. Enjoy yourself. And thank you. Can't wait to speak with you next week. Thanks. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. I'd like to thank all of our guests today in this wonderful show. I'd like to thank all of our guests today on this wonderful show. Reed Goosens from ReedGoosens.com, best-selling book author on Amazon.com. Wonderful guy, hardcore great investor, as well as Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage fantastic loan officer. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you later. Make sure to drop me a line if I can be of help. 401-217-2333. 401-217-2333. Peace out. God bless you. Do something nice for someone today. Take care.